Coming up on Sports Talk with Marcel. Is the NBA discussing an All-Star game in March? I share my thoughts on the idea. Also share my thoughts on the MLB Hall of Fame ballots. And the very latest on DJ LeMahieu, your NHL and the NBA roundup. And plus, now Deshaun Watson is once out of Houston. What team in a position to land him? This day in sports history and plus my final thought. Coming up on Sports Talk with Marcel. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of Sports Talk with Marcel. Thank God it's Friday. Hope everyone have a tremendous day and had a tremendous week. Um, we have so much news to get into, but I do want to share the light on something that happened this week was the anniversary of Kobe Bryant passing. And it's still shocking to this day that he's not here. Um, we all send our condolences to his family. And friends, loved ones, who all that knew Kobe, grew up with him, grew to love him, looked at him as a role model, as an inspiration, motivator. Tremendous guy on the court, off the court. Tremendous father, tremendous man. He is truly going to be missed. He left us so many classic games and so many memories in general. And so, um, still hard to believe it, but life goes on. He has um, left... Um, tremendous mark on this world. Uh, we have so much new to get into. Um, NFL, the two quarterbacks that requested trades. We're going to get into that. This day in sports history, my final thought. Um, what else? MLB news, finally. MLB news. A lot of MLB news, by the way. Um, NBA news about a potential All-Star game, which we're going to get into it right now. The NBA and the NBPA, who all don't know is the National Basketball Players Association, are discussing the idea of an all-star game in March. A person familiar with the ongoing told USA Today, the person requested to be anonymous because they were not authorized to speak publicly about decisions. Um, The Atlanta emerged as a possible site with a plan to provide COVID-19 relief and funding for historical black colleges and university. The NBA's 2021 All-Star Game was scheduled for February 12th to the 14th in Indianapolis, but the league on November 25th of 2020 scrapped those plans because of the pandemic and unusual scheduling. It's awarded Indianapolis, the 2024 All-Star Game, following Cleveland 2022 and Salt Lake City in 2023. The league still plans to announce All-Star if no game is played in our knowledge. This is back in November when they saying this. Uh, plans for re, um, plans for a revi- revised NBA All-Star 2021 will be announced at a later date. The NBA is scheduled to take a break from March 5th to the 10th and resume the second half of the season, March 11th. That empty week will allow the league to play some kind of version of an All-Star game. In my opinion, it's it's a decent version, but it ain't no version of an All-Star game when we don't have no fans. So some people say, hey, yeah, but some say, uh, no, I will, I will pass on that because... Well, what's the All-Star game without the fans? Honestly. Nothing. 
Dunk contest won't be excited. It will have been excited last couple of years. Well, last year, besides last year. But three-point shootout won't be excited. Taco Bell skill challenge won't be excited. It just won't be the same without fans. It just won't. Now, some NBA games can allow fans. Should start allowing fans, I, I, I may say. Or how about you move the game to Florida? Well, you see fans in um, the um, wrestling world. They're going to be fans of Super Bowl 55. Hey, do it in Tampa or do it somewhere in Florida. I think the idea should be in Florida, then Atlanta. I don't see why Atlanta. Honestly. Is because who really finna tune in to watch players play and there's no interaction with the fans or there's no like it's just not the same. Announcers can bring what they do, they they bring what they do every day. Every every game night they bring it. But it's just not the same without fans. It's just not entertaining. And that was the all-star game is of was a re, um event to entertain the fans. And you cannot have an all-star game. I would love it. I think they still may do it. But it just won't be exciting to me. I wouldn't even watch it, to be honest. Probably the all-star game a little bit, but it's just not exciting. It won't be exciting at all. NBA um, um, games last night. Portland lose to Houston. Houston's becoming a, a legit, a decent enough team to even... Maybe sneaking to the eight for seven spot in the playoff. Maybe because Dallas struggling. The Clippers win a um the LA Clippers win a um a hard fought battle in Miami. 109 to one oh five. The LA Lakers going to roll to Detroit and lose again for the second night in a row after they just lost to the Philadelphia 76ers. 76 is the night before, which they was undefeated on the road. Now they Dropped their last two on the road. The Golden State Warriors lose to the Phoenix Suns. Another another team that is could potentially be in that fight another um six seven seed in the playoff. Cause we know it's not many times the AFC gonna do much with that number one seed. We know that it'll probably be a sweep or a five, no more than six. Honestly. Well, no more than five. I will say that because it's just whoever gets AC this year could be swept depending on who's number one, either the Lakers or the Clippers. NBA games slated to be played tonight. Ten games slated to be played. Atlanta and Washington. Speaking of Washington, they need to get Bradley Bill up out of there. The Washington Wizards are the worst team in the NBA I wouldn't even say for the last year. We're going to talk about this year. For the last five to ten years, they've been horrible. Since John Wall first came, since his injury, let's say that. Since his injury, he haven't played pretty much nothing. And Bradley Beal been carrying the team on his back, and he he is frustrated, aggravated, angry, upset. He is everywhere you can use as a competitor. Because the guy is too good to me personally to be with a horrible team like this. It's you and Westbrook, and y'all two still can't do nothing. Let's just show you who's the one that trade, to be honest. You sent over absolutely nothing for Westbrook 
to be on a worse team. Just imagine how Westbrook feel if Bradley Beal was to be traded, which I expect because as good as he is, and we all know this, the NBA, when you say you want to trade, it's going to happen. James Harden, he wanted to trade. It happened. That's just how it is. That's just how it is in the NBA world. NBA world. As a all-star, which is Bradley Bill is, even though that he's been cheated a couple years out of a lot of acknowledgement, accomplishments, all-pro, all-star. He's an all-star on the court. His game show it. His game, he prove it every night. He's the best player on that team. Even better than Russell Westbrook because Russell Westbrook can do half of the stuff he do. As a shooter, as a as a as a as a guy that can just go off in fifty some points. Like the like a couple weeks ago, he scored fifty some points to against the seventy sixers and they still lost. Get him out of there. Any other patients go to Charlotte um to face the Hornets, the Kings and Toronto. Um Cleveland Cavaliers go to the New York Knicks to play the Knicks. New York Knicks is another team, man. They could potentially be in a playoff too. But, hey, they got a lot of young pieces. A lot of young pieces. Milwaukee and New Orleans. Zion and um, Giannis. I think they meet for the second or third time, I believe. Um, Brooklyn. go to um, Kevin Durant go to Oklahoma City for the first time since Brooklyn in the Brooklyn Nets uniform. The Clippers play Orlando Magic. Um, the Denver Nuggets go to San Antonio to play the Spurs and Dallas. Which is the struggle. They go um, play the hot Utah Jazz. I believe they're on a 10-11 game win streak. And we shall see what happens between Dallas and Utah. That should be a tremendous game. Another great another great um, thing happened this week. Candace Park, WNBA. You won't hear me say that too often. Candace Parker is going home to the Chicago Sky, hometown team, Chicago Sky, after 13 seasons with the L.A. Sparks. I don't know why they let her go. 2016 champion, 2016 MVP, uh, final champ, uh, two-time MVP, WNBA MVP, and, of course, last year, defensive player of the year. Great to be home for Candace Parker. Hey, don't be surprised if the Chicago Sky team makes some noise. Every year, I've been paying attention. I've been watching daily, but I've been paying attention to their little squad over there. They do. They gonna do. They gonna do some. They gonna do some damage this year. Trust and believe. NHL thirteen games were played last night. Uh, Florida Panthers um, lose to the Columbus Blue Jackets three to one. The Philadelphia Flyers lose to the, uh, beat the Devils three to one. The Montreal Canadiens beat the Calvary Flame 4-2. The Carolina Hurricanes shut out the champ. Tampa Bay Lightning 1-0. The New York Rangers beat the Buffalo Sabres. And also the New York Islanders lose to Washington Capitals 6-3. Pittsburgh Penguins drop um, to the Boston Bruins 4-1. The Minnesota Wild take care of the LA Kings. Um, Dallas Stars dominate Detroit Red Wings 7-3. Um, Colorado, Colorado Avalanche shut out the San Jose Sharks. Phoenix Coyote beat the Anaheim Ducks 3-2. And 
the Toronto Maple Leafs take care of the Edmonton or the Edmonton Oilers. Watch out for the for all my hockey fans. Watch out for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Everybody's picking them to win a cup. I, I'm not. I'm not sold just yet. I'm not sold just yet. Another a couple more weeks. I gotta see what they do. A couple more weeks. I gotta see what they do because because the, their conference they in is a, it's a tough conference. They have the Islanders. You have the Capitals. You have the Champ. The Lightning. You have Montreal. You have the you have a lot of competition in that division. You have the Clem Blue Jackets. So we're gonna watch to see what Toronto Maple Leafs do in the next couple of weeks to see if they are legit. Um, a legit team to be record with coming out of the um, the Eastern Conference. Um, the Vic and the Vancouver Canucks um, dominate the Ottawa Centers. Only one game scheduled tonight is the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Chicago Blackhawks. It is now time for this day in sports history. It is now time for this day in sports history. In 1936, 85 years ago to today, first place luck to the Baseball Hall of Fame includes Ty Cobbs, Bay Ruth, Honus Wagner, Christine Mathewson, and Walter Johnson. In 1968, 53 years ago to today, Australian Championship Women's Tennis, American legend Billie Jean King beats home favorite Margaret Quartz, 6-1, 6-2, for her 13th Grand Slam singles title. In 1995, 26 years ago to today, Super Bowl 29, Joe Robbie Stadium, Miami, Florida. The San Francisco 49ers beat the San Diego Chargers, 49-26. to San Francisco quarterback Steve Young was named MVP. In 2012, nine years ago to today, American snowboarder Sean White achieves the first ever Super Pipe perfect score of 100 in Winter X Games history. This has been This Day in Sports History. That was This Day in Sports History. Um, in the world of baseball, um, Moscow Hero if I'm pronouncing it right, Tanaka is leaving the New York Yankees to return home in Japan as he ends his seven-year career with the New York Yankees. In those seven years, he have um, 78 out of 40, um, 78 wins and 46 losses, ERA 3.74, with 991 strikeouts. Hey, what can you say, man? This, the guy decided to go home. Some people say it was kind of like a big deal, and it, it is, cause of course it's the first year he dominated. He dominated, and he I I've never seen nothing like him. Um, when he first came, I know I never seen anything like him. He was just the dude had thirteen Ks for I I believe thirteen Ks every here and there. The guy was a machine, but he said, "I'm done with the USA. I want to go back home to my." Native land in Japan to return to, I believe the team is called the, um, I don't have it here with me, but he's going back to play with his um, former team for $8.2 million. Some people say that's, he could have got that and more with an MLB team, but hey, you cannot make, you cannot 
um, make a person change his mind if he decides he want to go back home. So, big kudos to Tanaka. Congra- um, congratulations. He had a tremendous career here with the New York Yankees. Um, the Blue Jays acquired Steven Matz for, uh, from the Mets with three prospects. And, of course, the big news, DJ LeMayhew signs with the Yankees. Six years, $90 million. He had to prove, he had to show he's worth the $90 million. Um, DJ LeMahieu, 2020 stats. Um, three, he batted three, six, four. Ten home runs. Of course, the sh- season was short. I believe it was 60 games, 27 RBIs, three stolen base, and an OPS of 1.011. And the big news in MLB, no players elected. To the Hall of Fame by BBW AA for the first time since 2013. Unbelievable. It was so unbelievable that Kurt Schilling that requested the removal from the writer's ballot. Who got 71.1% of the um of of the um I believe it's 75 um 75% in UN. And he needed that he needed five five six percent, and he still didn't get it. Unbelievable. He got seventy percent last season, and I saw the percentage of some of these the, the players that disqualified themselves automatically is Barry Bonds, who had sixty one point eight percent. Nowhere near what you. I don't think he's close to ever going to get in. You have Roger Clemens six one six one point six. He's not going to get in. And, of course, Sammy Sosa, 17%. Of course, no way you're near. Make it so obvious. Kurt Schilling, this is his ninth year on the ballot. This guy, I wonder what the writers have against these players. You have the wrong people selecting these, voting for these. Um, you have the wrong people voting. Let's put it like that. The writers. They don't know anything. Some of them don't know anything about baseball, to be honest with you. I bet a big a big percentage of them don't know anything about baseball. They just look at the name, look at his stats. Oh, I don't think I'm not voting for him. He had this, he said this to the media, he did this the year. It's just if the guy have proven himself to be a winner and he played the game the right way. He should become a Hall of Famer. Now, I understand some of these um, guys cheat. Of course, they disqualify themselves. I don't understand. Why would they put them on the ballot anyway if they know they're not getting in? I, I just don't understand that. Please make it make sense. How can Barry Bonds, Roger Simmons, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, whoever, how can you say they cheated? But you still voted for them. I don't understand that. I really don't. Everybody knows Barry Bonds cheated. Everybody knows Roger Clemens cheated. And of course, everybody knows Sammy Sosa cheated. Of course, Mark McGuire, he's no longer on the ballot. They not get in. So why vote for them? They need to change the people who voted for these players. Because for me personally, it's not fair at all. It is not fair to be judged 
by writers. You should be judged by either fans. Some some fans will mess it up. We already know some fans will mess it up. But these players have played long, hard, fought careers. 160-some games a year. Plus postseason. To play a, a game that they love. Now, some of them do deserve to get in, but some of them, of course, they're not going to get in, and some of them is not going to get in on the first year. Like Ty Hill, like Ty Helton, forty-four percent, forty-four point nine percent. Gary Sheffield, forty, forty-six. What, what, what shocked me was Andy Pettit and my boy Tory Hunter. Andy Pettit got thirteen point seven, thirteen point seven percent of the voting. I just don't understand that. The guy has proven to be a winner. Now, I can understand, not, not the first year. Of course, not the first year. But personally, I believe Tory Hunter is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Look at his numbers. Look at his defensive, um, all his golden glove. The guy has proven himself in, day in and day out. Well, I per se, per se, day in and night out. He had proven himself to be a winner. The MLB, whoever in charge of these, selecting the people to vote, they need to change who vote for these players because it's not fair. Like I said, Kurt Schilling missed it by a small percentage. He is pissed. At this point, some of these guys are probably like, you know what? I can care less about the Hall of Fame because look who votes. It's not, it's not, it's not a it's a big of a chance of you not getting in than getting in. And that's just not fair. Especially when your name is Gary Sheffield. Andy Pettit, Mark Burley, Tory Hunter. You deserve to get in the Hall of Fame. Yes, I understand. Some of them don't deserve first ballot. I get that. But Tory Hunter, Andy Pettit, you can make a case for their first ballot. You can make a case for their first ballots. I just really don't understand why do they have writers voting. Writers. Your job is to write. Not to judge me if I deserve a Hall of Fame or not. I just don't understand it. I just don't understand it. Somebody please help me understand it more. We're going to move to the NFL news. A lot of NFL, uh, a couple NFL news. Trades. Um... Deshaun Watson have finally has formally requested trade by time. Texas GM Nick Casario, whatever his name is, and this is what I don't get about the Houston Texans. Your team has been irrelevant since the beginning of time. And that beginning of time was 2002. 
Um, um, who else? Bob Manier, Bob Manier, the owner. Man, bro, just tell the team, man, because bro, you have, bro, your team not going nowhere, bro. There's no way you can draft a quarterback of Deshaun Watson talent and 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 hire guys that's that's putting the putting themselves in other players in position to be losers. Deshaun Watson went out of Houston, Texas for many reasons. First off, you trade his buddy, Deshaun Hopkins. He didn't know about it. He found out on social media. As a franchise QB, you telling me you trade you, you trade him out best wide receiver and you didn't even have the guts, the respect towards me to Tell me I got to find out about social media. Unfair. Strike number one. Strike number two. You hire a GM that absolutely, that don't know absolutely nothing about sports. Because why would you hire a 65-year-old as a head coach? Never had any offensive or defensive coordinator experience. Can you just honestly say what 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 is your tenure plan as 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 the GM, Nick? It is not it is not making sure um Deshaun Watson um succeed. You gave him a sixty five year coach. Some people say he was. It don't matter who they hire, but a sixty five year old coach. Just let that sink in for a second. What is his five or ten year plan? He you don't even have a five year plan. The dude, the dude is sixty five year olds. Make the case, make it so bad. Romeo Canal, uh, Romeo Canal is older than him. What makes you think this sixty five year old coach? They have no defensive coordinator experience, nor no offensive coordinator experience. What can you tell me? What can you do for me? Deshaun Watson threw for 4,823 yards, 33, 33 touchdowns, and only seven interceptions with a horrible defense and with a horrible offensive line. Now, you cannot tell me that's talent. With a RB, with a quarterback of quarterback rating of one hundred and twelve point four, make his case even more. The dude threw three hundred yards ten times this season. Over three hundred yards ten times this season out of sixteen games. And they still weren't able to make the playoff. Now you tell me, is the owner or the GM setting this guy up to fail? You hire a GM that don't know absolutely nothing. For one, just about who you hired as a coach, a 65-year-old that know absolutely nothing about offensive or defensive play calling. It's just unfortunate, man. And of course, the teams that, that need him is, of course, the Miami Dolphins. Two are not the answer. We all know this. He's not ready yet. Give him some competition like Deshaun Watson. Oh, he's going to work. 
Chicago Bears, of course, they could use him today. And, and let me let me let me get this understanding because I, I see a lot of people comparing a record, Mitch Trubisky and Deshaun Watson. Mitch Trubisky, the reason why he had more wins than um Deshaun Watson is because he had a decent defense. But let's just let's just not just, let's just not let's just not stop it there. If Mitch Trubisky when it got benched. Can you honestly say the Bears would have made the postseason? He wouldn't have beat the, he, he wouldn't have beat the team that they lost against. No. He would do interceptions and what he always do. One year of college. We all know. Deshaun Watson is a way better quarterback than him. Win or lose don't matter. It's just not you. It's not a one man team. It's a it's you got offensive um you got offense of the ball and you have defense of the fall. You, as a quarterback, you cannot win if your defense suck. But you can't say that for Chicago Bears. They have a hell of a defense. Well, let's just say now an average defense. You cannot say if Deshaun, just imagine if Deshaun Watson had the Chicago Bears defense. Let them switch places for a, 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 a season. I guarantee you. The Bears in the Super Bowl, Houston Texans remain the bottom of the barrel like they is now. So all of the Mitchell Bisky and the Deshaun Watson comparison is straight garbage. Everybody, everybody in, in a right mind, every football fan, superhead, Bears fan, Houston Texans fan, everybody know I would rather have Deshaun Watson than Mitchell Bisky. Any day. I don't have I me personally, I wouldn't even think about it twice. Uh who you think I'm gonna take? The guy that throw seven interceptions with a horrible defense with a horrible offensive line, or the guy that make mistakes out of nowhere like Mr. Bisky. Matthew Stafford, another one. Regrets for a trade. Hey, I, I don't see I don't see him going anywhere. Hey, New England, hey, but New England, that's a probably his only, his only case. Deshaun Watson, um, he had plenty of teams. The Jets, uh, along with the, the Bears and Dolphins, the 49ers, and who not talking about the Las Vegas Raiders? I'm talking about them. Hey, Deshaun, the, um, Derek Carr, hey, go where your brother played in Houston, Texas. Let's see how you do it down there, like your brother did. He didn't survive down there, of course, when he first started playing. Let's see how you do in Houston, Texas. My final thought coming up next. My final thoughts for all my loyal listeners. Pay close attention. February the 8th. I'm giving out something very special to a lucky winner. A day after the Super Bowl. But you have to listen to the next two episodes. I'm going to give out details. Monday and Friday, I'm going to tell you how you can win. And Monday, February 8th, we will announce the winner. So, that will do it for me. Sports Talk with Marcel. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, Thanks for all the love and support. And I will see you Monday with details of how you can win and enter something special. February 8th. Until next time, you guys be blessed.